right, folks, welcome back to the Josh Scanlon Podcast. And again, we bring in J.O. from Ann Arbor, Michigan, to tell us all things Medicare, uh, Medicare planning. And we're talking Connecticut. The, I think Connecticut, Jay, is a nutmeg state, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, I know I Connecticut right. is not cheap, that's for sure. So let's just dive into it. We uh, we had a good chance to chat with Jay a little bit before the call. And, uh, uh, well, let's uh, – <laughs> Jay, I'll let you be the bearer of bad news. So dive right in and tell us what's going on. <laughs> well, Connecticut with a smaller size. And obviously, insurance companies, you know, certainly know Connecticut very, very well. Um, that all said, Medigap, Medicare supplement, Medicare supplemental, three terms meaning the same thing, the standardized plans. Representation is not the problem. Premium is the issue. Yeah. The premiums in Connecticut in, for a person newly turning 65 whose acceptance is federally protected starts in the low 190s and accelerates from there. Whoa. Which makes it to give you an idea, Josh, you can remember that from other states that we've already reviewed and other states that we will review. The same plan, the identical coverage, identical, can be lower than $100 a month for a female turning 65. So you can see basic more than double the cost, making it more expensive than Florida. Man. So <clears throat> that's right. So, or maybe right in that same ballpark, but certainly within spitting distance of the most expensive states in the country. And yet Connecticut um, is where all the insurance companies are located. Is, is that not right? <laughs> you can remember we reviewed this point. People might think, and it may be attractive to have the idea that there is massaging, manipulating of the premiums. Right. But the reality is, is that there's something called medical loss ratio meaning that the carriers have to pay 80 to, to 80 to 85% of all premiums collected on claims. And if they do not incur that cost, they need to issue rebates. I can tell you that from GH2 Benefits, which is my firm, we do uh, enroll, we help employers select group health plans as well. And those rebates are going out and they're going out now. So we know the mechanism certainly works because I've seen the notices on my inbox here to say that they're going out, and they are. So, so again, it is just that, basically a matter of, like you said, the zip codes. It all comes down to the zip codes and the cost. That's where they derive their premium pricing from. There's just no other way around that. No, there is not. There's not uh, any other way around it. And that is <clears throat> that just that will change from county to county and from state to state and connecticut just happens to be a high cost location now for those persons as a result that does change for many people the equation the com comparison between medicare supplement and medicare yeah. advantage otherwise known as part c exactly. meaning these are managed care plans HMO, PPO, that people may have seen this type of language in the past. And 
what you have there are plans that literally start in the low some, hold on for just a moment. In the low teens per month. You do okay. still have to be enrolled in Part A and Part B. That said, there are a number of plans. It's because of its small size, you don't have the you know 40 plans. However, you can find plans, yes. And actually, if you wanted to have an HMO you could have plans with no premium, no additional premium. Remember, you have to be enrolled in Part A and Part B. So now, yeah. Maximize Your Medicare is written as a financial planning book, meaning it is not only coverage, but it is the cost of the coverage. The conclusions of the book are, I did not say, do not eat and buy the right. coverage. <laughs> right, right, right. Right. I don't. Right. We're not, not sitting out there on that corner. What we are saying is, let's take a look at what your costs are and how much you value this dollar, given your health situation, your family situation, your priorities. If you understand these differences, then you can choose for yourself, uh, or you can choose after talking to an expert. Those types of things. You can read the newsletter. I. Um, I think you've, you've started out this podcast <clears throat> with a mention of the free newsletter, yes. which is available uh, from the book's website, MaximizeYourMedicare.com. Basically, what you can do there is you get these snippets, extra pieces of information from which you can make a decision for yourself, your family. And very importantly, what I've not done a good job or what I need to improve on is to communicate to adult age children. Yes. Yep. Because what you have is senior parents who become overwhelmed, who yep. look at their now responsible adult children to say, hey, can you help me with these matters? And what you see is language that looks the same as you know, a Blue Cross plan, a United Healthcare plan, as you know, provided by your employer, doesn't work the same. And then you start making, you know, conclusions based on, you know, faulty starting points. Yeah, no, and this is uh, kind of something that you can easily see. Medicare does work differently than other health insurance. That's, uh, it's interesting you said that, Jay, because I tell you, one of the biggest areas I've seen increasing demand for my services, frankly, is adult children wondering where to put their parents in terms of assisted living, nursing home, continuing care, retirement communities, in-home care. I mean, I, that is becoming more and more prevalent in financial planning discussions every day. And it's interesting that you just, you literally, I, I literally just talked to a friend of mine uh, who had to do that with her mom. And, uh, and she's a CPA. I mean, she's, she knows, trust me, she knows everything that's going on with all this stuff. And she was saying the landmine she had to navigate, she's a certified financial planner and a CPA, with many, many years in business. And she was just telling me from her own anecdotal experience uh, that that the, the landmine she had to navigate was overwhelming. And uh, it's it's scary, man. So it's interesting you just said that for sure. Well, it's difficult because what we have now is we have the largest, we have the largest generation in US history and yeah. we have 
we have a job situation where people don't live close to their parents or yes, they change jobs. And so as a result, and you probably have this as well, yes, we have some idea that we want to help take care of our senior parents. And then I use my next question is, okay, tell me how it works. And then you get crickets. Yeah. Meaning that, yes, you have this sentiment, the idea, yes, I want to help take care of my parents as they age when they cannot take care of themselves. But when you talk about the practical realities of doing so, it gets a lot harder and very quickly. Yeah. And it's you know, very similar to what you just mentioned. Absolutely. So just on Connecticut, um, if, if the Medicare sure. supplemental policies, let's just say 200 bucks, on top of that, you got 134 for Part B and 34 for Part D as well. So you're talking nearly $400 a month and just premiums before co-insurance and co-pays and everything. Is, am I missing something here? Well, for, let's remember on Medigap, Medicare Supplemental, what you have, though, is the plans that I just started with at the 190 number, that has, you're responsible for the Part B deductible, which is $183 in 2018. And after that, you can go to the doctor literally every day as long as it is deemed medically necessary and appropriate by Medicare and your, your costs are zero. So while the premium is higher, there's no questioning about the quality of the coverage from that point. It has no network. You could not be ejected. Um, you know, so what you have is from a coverage point of view, right. airtight. You still have the Part B premium, though, the monthly premium, right? I mean, you still have that, do you know? No question. You oh, do okay. have the okay. 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 You've got the Part yeah. B premium. You have, um, you have the Part B premium. You have the Part B deductible. Okay. Most That's one in three. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Okay. That's correct. And then on the Medicare now, Advantage plans, when it can be as low as the teens, you still have the Part B premium. And the the team for the you know the fifteen bucks whatever for the Medicare Advantage, but so, then so on top of that, Josh, what you have is you have copays, meaning copay deductibles for services if you go to the doctor or to a specialist if you have an X-ray, mm -hmm. MR, Medicare Advantage, which is the combined plan between health and prescription in most cases in Connecticut. Well, but two of the Medicare Advantage plans include prescription drug coverage. Well, so yes, you need to pay the Part B premium. And then you are going to have co-pays deductibles along the way if you require right. medical service, if you require prescriptions. For prescription coverage, a far better and more standard approach, certainly, meaning that very similar to much of the other states in the country, something on the area of 17 prescription drug plans, which is slightly low, but not unreasonably so. So, and then you have not a big difference in the premiums, not a big difference. Okay. Uh, under prescription drug plans, I always suggest people to check it annually because prescription drug plans as well as Medicare Advantage plans run from January to January. And the competitive landscape is such that 
there, even if you, even if your prescription list were to stay constant, that does not mean that the best plan in 2018 will be the best plan in 2019. Do you think on the Medigap, you need to redo that uh, annually too, check that annually, Jay, or just the Medicare's Advantage plans? You can. Sometimes there can be a new competitor uh, at these prices, if possible, but not probable. The reason I say that is because while it starts at 190, in the low 190s, what you have is four to five sellers within very, very close range, the 5% number. So as a result, that it's kind of like when you shop on eBay. Well, I know nothing about a snowblower, but I see five different manufacturers. The snowblowers are within $25 of each other. I'm pretty sure that's the price. And (laughs) given people's background in Connecticut, they would understand that, uh, you know, market-based (laughs) <laughs> that of reality. Yeah, that's good stuff. So what if a potential retiree in Connecticut is saying, boy, I love it here in the nutmeg state, but ew. I mean, any thoughts in terms of how to reduce? And I know it's specific in terms of the individual, as we talked about a million times a Sunday, but given that you said it's one of the more expensive ones in the country, what, what's up without removing, I get everyone says just relocate. And that, that's, Folks, just real quick, the vast, vast majority of of retirees stay in their state. They actually stay in the county. The vast majority of retirees are not fleeing California to Texas or Idaho. It just is not. we got to get this out of our head that everyone's leaving the northeast and moving south. There are some people, the vast majority are not. It's it's like 98% or something like that. Some phenomenal number are actually staying in place. So if you are in Connecticut, most of you are going to stay there. So any suggestions on what to do, quit smoking, lose some weight? I mean, anything you can do to to reduce those premiums or is it just, you know, it's it's not much you can do. You see what I'm saying? Does that make sense what I'm asking? Connecticut is one of just a few states with a very, very important clause, which is that unlike other states, Connecticut carriers are required to accept your application irrespective of your health situation. Meaning that you could be in perfect health until age 75 using a Medicare Advantage plan. Yeah. And then let's just say it's the fourth quarter and you get a diagnosis you did not want to receive. You could then switch to Medigap and your acceptance is guaranteed by state rules. Ah, okay, gotcha. Okay, so Medicare is a federal program and that sets the bar as far as the standard that everyone has to But in addition to that, the state can apply additional rules. So the reality is that much of the price difference here has to do with that. You see what I'm saying? Because they they know that people are going to act accordingly, meaning that people are going to be 65. They can go on on the most economic plan. They can say, okay, well, now I'm 75 and father time remaining undefeated. 
and now I need to be more conservative and pay higher premium and then switch to Medigap. That's possible. And you will be accepted irrespective of your medical condition. Now, you got to be super careful here. You don't just get to do this during July. Ah. Because the Medigap carrier is no problem. But you cannot own both Medigap and Medicare Advantage at the same time. That is not allowed. Well, you can't also cancel your Medicare Advantage plan mid-year because then, in most cases, you you would uh, it's called the lock-in period. And even if you stopped paying, you're paying by check, and well, one way to cancel is not pay. Well, the problem with that is that would also discontinue your, your prescription drug plan. Okay. prescription drug benefits and then you would start incurring the late enrollment penalty when you do not have continuous prescription drug coverage oh, okay. there is a penalty it never expires from the time it gets assessed so a so you have wider consumer rights in connecticut you pay a higher price and a substantially higher price and if you were to exercise that option in connecticut you need to be very careful on the timing. Very careful. Wait till December, I guess, right? Because January is when it will start up. You have to enroll during the annual election period, oh, which okay. runs October 15th to December, because then at that time, you can then select a prescription drug plan. Okay. And that's the time that you can get into it. I'm just curious how many people so, actually do that. I wonder if that happens frequently where people are dropped like you said when father time kicks in at 75 you're like screw that i'm going to you know medic i'm leaving my medicare advantage and going to uh, medigap plans i wonder if that happens a lot i mean that's uh that's interesting actually well i think if you work backwards as in most financial products and conclusions and simple mathematics basically the prices are telling you it happens a lot that's <laughs> exactly right that's where i was going with that yep <laughs> yeah it's back Back to eBay, eBay <laughs> the technology of eBay and Amazon.com, right? Which is we can glean behavior from what the market is telling us. That's one hundred percent correct, man. That's funny. That's uh, there. There's a reason they're charging the higher prices, frankly, and the reason is because oh, yeah. the the actuaries aren't stupid. Let's put it that way. <laughs> As in most financial matters, right? You don't. This is an extra option. That the, that the sellers, meaning the carriers, are forced to provide to the buyer. Yeah. So if you just go on there, there is no free lunch, then you certainly could expect a higher average price. And yet they right? still have the maximum profits they can get. I mean, that's what's kind of, look, at the end of the day, I'm not passing a political judgment on it. It is what it is. But... There is something that's kind of interesting, nonetheless, that the carriers still can't, you know, just jack up the premiums because they feel like it to light their cigars with hundred dollar bills. There is still a max they can charge relative to how much profits they can make. I mean, it's just that simple. It's even simpler than that, I would say, Josh. And in addition to what you just said, which is that the language in Medigap is identical. It is a yeah. pure yep. commodity. Pure commodity in every form. 
So what you have is exactly like for like, meaning that, like you said, the actuaries are smart, the business people are smart, they know where the competitive landscape is, they are basically policing themselves. That's all they and don't have much choice. And that is actually, those are obviously in favor of the consumer, as long as they understand how it works. Well, that's uh, that's good stuff, Jay. And again, uh, folks, you can get Jay's newsletter. In fact, I just uh, copied verbatim uh, one of his uh, sneak peek at uh, 2019 changes onto my uh, the blog that I, I send as an email to my subscribers as well, with Jay's approval, of course, and the link to his website. Um, it's for folks to get the the subscription. The newsletter is just it's a plethora of just tidbits that. You just aren't getting anywhere else. I, and, and the reason I say that, Jay doesn't pay me. We, we just I happen to have a friendship with him now. But at the end of the day, I've been in this business a long time. And, and uh, I just cannot tell you how much I've learned uh, just having these little conversations with Jay, but also reading his stuff as well. So highly suggest, even if you aren't looking at Medicare yourself now, if you have folks that might be uh, or are on it today, um, they are going to come to you for advice on what to do, especially as a, I hate to say it, but the facilities start going away in some regard. They're, it's just going to happen, and someone's going to have to take up for them, and, and who better than their children? I mean, you, you want some, I, I just, yeah, well, I'll let you decide that, my friends. But anyway, so one place to go, even if you're only 45 years old, and you're like, this doesn't affect me, uh, does it affect your parents? Uh, yeah, who's going to be there for them when they hit 75? And like Jay was saying, old man time, uh, he will get his just desserts. There's no getting around that. Or she, however you want to put it. We're gender neutral, as is Medicare. So go to maximize your stuff. we got to be careful. It's 2018. We've got to be careful. <laughs> yes. That's right. Exactly. Old man time or old lady, I guess. But old lady in a shoe. Right. Old man, I don't know what we can say anymore. There you go. Maximize your Medicare.com and uh, and go visit with Jay's website for sure. And again, Jay, what's the website on top your GH? I'll talk Medicare. Remember, maximize your Medicare.com. That is the place to, to begin. Gotcha. All right, Jay. Thanks, man. And uh, folks, don't forget to sign up uh, or the five star thing. If you find this on podcast and you like what we do, sign up and or uh, what's it? Subscribe and then hit the five stars. And let us know what you think. Appreciate it. Thanks, folks. Bye.